Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Food for Thought. I'm Catherine. And I'm Emily. And today we're back together, and we're going to be talking about the fine line between being healthy and obsessive over healthy habits and exercise and eating and all the good stuff like that. So first, I guess we'll just catch up. Um, I'm currently in Guelph visiting my boyfriend, and it's very nice and chill. It's cold, but sunny. Done some skating. We're going tobogganing tonight. It's a nice break and change just to like, I don't know. I feel like when I'm here, I never have any worries. I'm not like, oh, I need to be doing this now or I should be doing this, which is really nice. And yeah, especially with school being chaotic right now. And it's um eating disorder awareness week next week. So I've been super busy planning a bunch of stuff for that with the foundation I work with. So it's nice to have a little break now <laughs> from it for a bit. So that's yeah. What, what have you been up to? Um, well, I'm home in my house right now. Um, cause I'm like just trying to lay low after coming back from Florida and I'm just chilling, hanging out with my brother because my parents are away in BC right now. And uh, yeah, honestly, not much is going on. A lot of drinking this week. Um, yep. Which is making me feel some type of way today and this weekend, but we're all good. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've had like a nice little like routine here. Um, and I've been super unmotivated for school, which is awesome. <laughs> oh, yep. So, I feel the exact same. Yeah, it's it's just an interesting, weird time. I feel like everyone's kind of like in fourth year. I feel like everyone's in the same wavelength. Like, oh. Yeah. It's literally called like senioritis where you get to the point you're almost graduating and you feel super unproductive, unmotivated. Because you're so close to finishing, but also, like, you don't know what's coming next sort of thing. Yeah. Like, in third year, we know, like, we're going to continue, like, work hard and stuff for our fourth year classes. We still have a year to go. And now it's, like, we're closing in on the final chapter. And it's just kind of spooky. And I feel like COVID and everything being online and, like, Ontario being shut down right now has just made me overall feel like life is just not existing as normal and yeah it feels like a like we're in a different world almost it's really weird feeling (laughs) very strange um well I guess we can kind of hop into the today's conversation um yes yeah healthy and obsessive healthy obsessive um it's hard because I both of us I think have had in the past been very obsessive over certain things and I would say that I have a very obsessive personality and so when I do something I get like obsessed with it and I'm like this is making me feel so good I need to do it I think that the difference between doing something for your health and just for the right reasons and being obsessive is like when you're just doing it because it makes you feel good it's like oh like I want to do this but then when you become obsessive it's like I need to do this so I think it's like the want and the need maybe it's honestly really complex, but I think that that's probably how I would kind of like distinguish the two. And I, yeah. but I do think that it is hard for someone to like tell if they themselves are becoming too obsessive. And I think it's hard for people like 
friends to also tell if their friends are becoming too obsessive. Like I know I've had some friends do things and I'm like, I can't really tell like if they're actually doing this for the right reasons or if they're just like obsessed and becoming like turning it into a bad ritual habit. So it's so hard, especially to tell if others are, you know, going through an obsessive period or their mental health is not at its healthiest um, because eating disorders and obsessive disordered behaviors are so common now. So whenever we see someone, um, you know, engaging in something that would be regularly like seen as healthy, like going to the gym like five times a week or, you know, eating salads for lunch every day, some people might look at that and say, oh, she has disordered behaviors. Like she's working out too much. She's eating too healthy, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. But And that could be the case, but looking on the flip side, that person might have a fully healthy mindset and they're just doing the things that they know make them feel good um, and it's good for their mental health, their happiness, they're just like their body. Um, Sorry, I had to cough there. It's okay. Um, But what was I going to say before? I think one way to tell yourself if your habits are becoming unhealthy and obsessive is that... I mean, for me, like, when I start to think about it too much, so when I'm, like, thinking about and overthinking about, like, what exercise am I going to do this week and, like, how long should I be working out or, like, what have I eaten this week and what should I eat less of? And the minute you start overthinking everything, that's when it becomes, Mm -hmm. like, you're latching onto it when, in reality, it really shouldn't – it shouldn't be hard to do the things that, like – make you feel good and to like have a life that's everything in moderation because if you're living a balanced life there's a good chance that you won't need to obsess over anything because you're giving your body and your mind all of the things that it needs exactly and leading just off of that last point of like obsession and stuff and making sure you're doing the right things for your body when you restrict and prevent yourself from having certain foods junk food food groups whatever it is you're going to become so fixated on what you can't have and then you're going to become obsessed. You're going to be thinking about food constantly. You're going to be looking at videos on Instagram, like everything. And it's become, it's going to become so like obsessive in your mind and it's all, it's going to occupy it. Mm -hmm. And then you just turn into like, that's all you want to talk about. That's all you think about. Like, I remember we've talked about this before, but how our DMs on Instagram and our conversations, we were so obsessed with food and baking and just like looking at stuff. And it's because we weren't like fueling our bodies properly. We weren't letting ourselves have what we like were craving. And because we weren't listening to our cravings or anything, it just like became this whole obsessive thing. Um, exactly. And which like definitely is not healthy. And then I also want to bring up another point. Um, kind of off of what you were talking about, how like some people like eat salads every day, go to the gym five times a week, and like they might be like totally healthy and have like or have a totally healthy relationship with food. And for me, I didn't know that I didn't I never thought that people could have an unhealthy relationship, like if they were eating like salads for lunch or working out every day until I'd gone through it. Like I feel like before yeah. my eating disorder and a like um exercise addiction and all of that stuff I never would like look at someone and be like you're not like you have disordered habits you're too obsessed like I never thought about that until I went through it which I think is also kind of crazy and I wonder if it's the same for other people 
because yeah. I feel like there's still people out there who make comments like, oh my gosh, you're so healthy. You work out every day and like you eat so many vegetables and salads. So I kind of wonder if it's like maybe you only really are able to notice stuff like that yeah. if you've gone through it. Well, touching on that point, like, I mean, for both of us, because we've both gone through, you know, disordered eating and exercise addiction. And once you go through it, you also are able to like pick up little toxic behaviors of other people so quickly. Um, and you're just so much more aware because even though we're recovered and we're in a good place, when we see someone engage in a behavior that like, for instance, we would used to engage with or s- even like the way that people speak sometimes, they speak about yeah. like, or if you find that, that that they're lying or making excuses or something like that, it's so easy for us to pick it up. And I guess like, that's the thing. Like it's, it's easier for people who have gone through things to notice disordered behaviors about others. But, and I was going to loop this back to something and now I forget what I was talking about. But um, what I wanted to say before kind of going back to um, differentiating between healthy patterns and like having a healthy routine and living like a balanced life and obsessive. I think a big sign if it's unhealthy is that let's say you're not able to get your fifth workout day in of the week or whatever it is, or if you are eating a meal that you weren't prepared to eat, like you go out for dinner at a restaurant and let's say you wanted to get this thing and they didn't have that on the menu and then the only other options were something you didn't feel comfortable with I think that is also a key sign that if you can't go without the things that you're used to doing that means that it's probably you're too latched onto it and yeah to like loosen up and um I don't know just like go all in or something No, yeah, and when even when like your routine changes, your day to day changes. If it makes you makes you feel anxious, for example, like not having, I used to be like adamant about having a smoothie every morning for breakfast, and it made me anxious to not have that. And Mm -hmm. so I knew that I wasn't having a smoothie necessarily because I like I did love it, but that wasn't necessarily the reason why I was having it every morning. It was because it was so like rigid and like I was just obsessed, and I was like, I need to have this every day. Same with working out. It's like if you can't work out one day because you're traveling or something, if that makes you like nervous and if that makes you stressed and you're trying to like figure out how you can make up for that, that's also another way to tell that you're obsessed and it's too obsessive. And I think that people need to like learn how to recognize this because especially in university, it can be hard and like obsessing over something and controlling things can be a way that people manage their anxiety and Mm -hmm. um, other things going on in their life. And obviously like I'm so for like exercising for your mental health and stuff, but I think that oftentimes people can um, mask saying that as like they're disguising like their deep rooted like obsessions and maybe exercise addictions. And I've definitely noticed that with some of my friends and it's hard because like obviously like, they say they need to work out every day for their mental health. But then I'm like, that's really hard. Like, obviously, I like get that. But at the same time, like, that is kind of like, obsessive. And like, you shouldn't just resort to exercise to relieve your stress and anxiety. Yeah, it's just like, not healthy. Yeah. yeah, it's not healthy for you to work out every single day. Like, even athletes, 
like Olympians, you need to take a rest day. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't get that. And I think that even if people do take a rest day, then they just have to like compensate and like do more the next day. Yeah. Or even or like, like eat less less day or something. Ex- yeah, exactly. Um, I was just going to give like a little, cause you, you made me think of this when you said you were so set on having like a smoothie every morning. And like, I've gone through a lot of phases like that. And when I was like still recovering, I would still like have a very set rigid routine where, you know, I would have a smoothie in the morning for like a huge amount of time, or I would have just oatmeal in the morning for like a -hmm. long stretch of time. And I'd have the exact same lunch every single day. And then dinner, I guess was different, but like for lunch and breakfast, I always had the same thing every day. And even though they were maybe fueling and healthy and a good amount of food, it was still fueling that obsessive like mindset. So I think the biggest thing that's helped me throughout the past couple years and to just really just for like just to put all of the obsessive thoughts behind me is to break the patterns and have something different for breakfast. Like I literally never eat the same thing for breakfast like two days in a row ever anymore. I always have something different for lunch and dinners, I guess, are always different because my family will cook something different. But I guess if I'm at school, I'm cooking for myself. But I think like, and even incorporating that into, you know, your exercise as well. So changes, like don't one specific type of exercising because again, like then once you're not doing that, it can make you feel uncomfortable and that feeling of you know, discomfort can fuel that anxiety. So, you know, mm-hmm. try incorporating like some walking days if you want like a rest day or, you know, like balancing out your cardio with strength or yoga one day or literally just taking those days where you're not doing anything. And I think like having that diversity within your exercise routine and what you're eating is really what can take away the pervasive thoughts of like always needing to do the same things or always trying to repeat the same cycles over and over again, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you have to be able to sit in the discomfort. And something that my, yeah, something that my um, eating disorder therapist taught me when I was my first time recovering, this was going back to like the smoothie thing, how I had to have it every day. And she was like, does it make you feel anxious if you like can't have it? And I was like, yeah, like it really does. And she's like, okay, that's when you know you need to stop and change it up because the longer you go like fueling that obsession and addiction, it's just going to build up and get worse over time. And it's going to be so hard to kind of like break the pattern. So just like if you're struggling and you're really, you find that you're becoming obsessed over things like your workouts, your eating, your the times you eat, the amount you chew your food like literally any of those kinds of things just like stop change it up and obviously it's easier said than done and it's so hard to break the cycle like I know how difficult it is but it will get better over time but you just have to start by making small changes like even for example I'm just gonna keep using like breakfast for an example because that was just something that I did a lot So for me, it started with I had to have the exact same smoothie every morning. 
And so to start, I just had a different kind of smoothie. So it was like slowly I worked my way to like break the cycle that I was in of having the same smoothie every morning. And so you don't have to do like a huge drastic change. Um, Obviously, like that's super hard. And I I still think that going cold turkey and like totally changing is like a really great way to do things. But you can do small things each day to like work on the obsession and kind of like train your brain to not obsess over it. Yes, going back to what you just said, I think like sitting, sitting, wow, nice pronunciation of my T's. Um, I think it's so important to sit in the discomfort and to like feel yeah. that because you need to feel that to get over it. And the more you put yourself in a feeling of discomfort, the more you will train your mind, your body, your brain to say to yourself, hey, you know what? this isn't so bad. I've done this two times now. I can probably do it a third time and then, you know, do something more uncomfortable until it becomes less uncomfortable and it just becomes like an everyday thing. And, mm-hmm. um, oh shoot, I was going to say something along those lines and now I forget. Um, but, oh my gosh, I'm blanking now. Oh, I hate when this happens. It's okay. It's a, uh... It's a Saturday. Oh, I was going to say it's Saturday morning. I don't don't have any sense of time or day or anything right now. Um, I thought it was Sunday on Wednesday. So goody, goody, goody. Yeah. Um, Oh, yes. I remember what I was going to say. So, yeah, sitting in that discomfort. And like you said before, the minute you feel anxious about something, the minute you feel like you're thinking about something in in a toxic way, acknowledge it right away and do the exact opposite of what you yes. what you want to do. So I remember, I feel like I've said this before on the podcast, but like two years ago, I feel like I was at my peak trying to like get through shit and trying to fully recover. And I just had such a drive to recover and get through these obsessive behaviors. And I remember one night, like my brother and sister wanted to go out for ice cream. It was in the spring or summer. And immediately the first thing I thought of was I'm going to feel anxious after eating this ice cream and I don't know if I want it and I just my mind just was going like crazy 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 about it just non-stop thinking about all of the bad things that could happen from eating this like one ice cream cone and then I stopped I said Emily you should never ever think these things this is not healthy it's an ice cream cone and because I felt so anxious about it I said fuck that I'm going to get the ice cream cone to prove to myself that I can eat it and there's nothing to be scared about. And by eating that one ice cream cone, it'll teach me for all the next times that I survived and the world didn't end. And and that's honestly, that's how you got to do it. You have to, you have to push your boundaries and be uncomfortable. Even if that means your body is going to feel a bit like, like your physical body might hurt or whatever it is. You have to go through it mm-hmm. because your your mental health and the stability and like happiness of your mind is the most important thing at the end of the day. No, I totally agree with that. Um, same thing, kind of like I still feel like sometimes I'm. It's like easy for me to kind of become obsessive over things like workouts and foods and stuff. And I notice like 
a couple things I've noticed is timing with eating is a huge thing for me. And sometimes I'm like obsessed with eating after a certain time. Just I don't know why. I don't get it. And then when I notice myself actively, like if I'm really hungry, but I'm like, no, I should wait till this time. Then I do the opposite action and I eat when my body is hungry. And same like I noticed at school I was having yogurt bowls like every single morning. And I was like, okay, like I love it, but I can't like form this obsessive habit again of having the exact same thing for breakfast every morning. And yeah, it's kind of just like, obviously it's hard to notice at first when you are obsessing over it. But I feel like now that we've kind of both gone through our obsessiveness patterns and stuff, when I start to kind of fall back into those traps, it's super easy for me to recognize it. And maybe sometimes it's like hard for me to accept that I'm falling back, but it's okay because I know how to get out of it now. And I know how that I just have to redirect and re, like change up what I'm doing. Yeah. No, and that's so important. I think that, yeah. Um, sorry. I was going to change like a gears a tiny bit, but if you have something you want to say branching off of that, go for it. Yes, I was going to say it. it's kind of like branching off again, so feel free to like jump back to what you were going to say before, but um, I was also going to say like don't feel self-conscious or afraid to eat healthy, like flipping switch, yeah. because I feel like because there are so many people who struggle with disordered behaviors, and I feel like so many girls now are on the lookout for, you know, disordered behaviors, and I mean, even me sometimes, like if I'm at a restaurant with my friends and like maybe we're all getting burgers or something and then the one person gets a salad like my brain from my past experiences looks at that right away and says oh something's not right but me too but you have to remember that some again like some people are in a very very good like frame of mind about food and if you want to order a salad for dinner don't let your friends make you feel bad about it if you know that your intention behind it is right. If you want like a big, beautiful, colorful salad that you know is going to make you feel good after, then get that. Don't feel like you have to, you know, follow what your friends are doing because you feel like they might judge you for eating healthy. I feel like it goes, it's a two-way street. Like don't judge people for ordering like whatever, pizza, burger and fries, like, and in return, like they shouldn't judge you for making a healthy option Mm -hmm. that makes you feel good. Um, no, I totally agree. That's something that I think is a lot of people don't really think about, mm-hmm. which is, I think there's like, definitely, I feel like there's like almost like two groupings of people because there's some people who will judge people for ordering like fast food and stuff. But then there's other, another group of people who like judges people for eating healthy. They're like, why are you eating healthy? Like you should get this. We're at a burger place. Why would you get that? Or like, we're at an Italian place. Why get a salad? And you just have to like obviously if you notice a pattern maybe reach out and see if your friend's okay but to remember that like everyone's on their own path you should know what's right for you like everyone should know like if I want to have a salad for dinner I know that I should know that that's for me like that's why I'm doing it so other people around me should be like oh yeah like she's having a salad because she wants it Mm -hmm. and like honoring your cravings and stuff Mm -hmm. um kind of like branching to another section I wanted to talk about the health industry Mm and how um, they promote healthy lifestyles, healthy eating, and how I think that it actually is more obsessive than healthy. And a couple things I want to talk about is the fact that 
so many people and like influencers. I know you already you talked about influencers last week. Um, people are like, you need to get ten thousand steps a day. That's like setting like a specific goal or standard is like very obsessive. And I think that the health and fitness industry just like maybe they kind of they don't understand it all. They need to like they promote working out every day, getting your vegetables in. Um, another thing like. Apple watches, fitness watches, having like the um, activity rings and goals can become so obsessive. Mm -hmm. And I think that deep down they know that like once like you like have your rings, if you fill your rings, you're going to want to continue to do that. And they like almost make it so you become obsessed with it the same way that like Instagram, for example, when you like post a photo and you like get likes, it like fuels like, oh, like people like me and like like my post, I'm going to keep posting and then people become obsessed with that. So yeah, just like the health industry, I feel like definitely could do a better job at promoting like an actual healthy lifestyle rather than an obsessive lifestyle, Yeah, I think. And obviously there are like some influencers out there and some businesses that promote health, like actually healthy things, but I feel like the majority, it's very obsessive and even like workout platforms, like I'm just going to do like I love Peloton, but I'm going to use it for an example because they have a bunch of challenges that can make exercising very addicting and obsessive. It's like every day you need to like for two weeks, it's an ab challenge. You're going to do this workout every day for two weeks. And that's like that can become obsessive and unhealthy. Yeah, I so. I totally agree. And I think like we have to remember, I guess I touched on this last week in my episode, but you know, Instagram is a highlight reel, as we all know. Mm -hmm. And influencers who are posting everything they eat and their workouts, like they're probably only showing the things that they want you to see and the healthy habits that they're engaging in. That we also have to remember that like these fit I want I'm gonna use like a fitness influencer as an example. A fitness influencer as an example. So I love Sammy Clark, but I'm mean, using Sammy Clark as, a, as an example, or I don't know any other like influencer like that. They work out every single day. Okay, hold on. Okay, my dog, my brother was feeding the dog and it was making a sound. Um, but you have to remember, like this is their job. Like this is what they do twenty four seven, and it's honestly it's unrealistic for the average person. Like the average person is not going to be able to work out seven times a week like these influencers because. That's not our job. Our job is not to be a fitness influencer. Our job is to be, mm-hmm. we're students, we're, we might be working another job. Like, it's not our job. We can't be exactly like them and mirror everything they do because it's just not realistic. Um, so I think that can really, you know, fuel yeah. your, the behaviors being like, and the thoughts saying like, oh my God, like, I need to be following this seven days a week, like. Thing like her and I need to be as ripped as her and like eat exactly what she's eating but like one highlight reel two this is their full-time job and three like it's just an unrealistic lifestyle that is never going to actually fulfill everything you need and no yeah I totally agree with that yeah it's hard it's honestly like and sometimes I kind of have to remind myself just going back to like the whole fitness influencer thing sometimes Mm -hmm. I forget that like that is their full-time job and that we're not all Mm -hmm. built to work out every single day like they do 
and put our bodies through all that. So something else to remind ourselves of, I think. It's honestly like it's a topic where I think we could branch off into so many different areas of health and wellness and lifestyle and everything. Like I feel like health and obsessions and there are so many things that can be healthy or obsessive in our lives, I mm-hmm. think. I think it's like as long as you feel good in the decisions you make, you feel confident in yourself, you feel like you have energy to sustain you through the day and you have like a calmness about you and like your your mind is like quiet I think that's how you know that you're living like a healthy lifestyle for your body and your mind Mm -hmm. and the minute you start to hear those like repeating voices and all that chatter that goes on like in your head around like surrounding health and fitness um decisions and such that's kind of a sign that maybe you need to check in with yourself and Mm -hmm. prioritize um recovering from that sort of constant toxicity going on up there um Mm -hmm. but like at the end of the day like I think we're gonna do a comparison um episode but I feel like healthy and obsessive also like plays into that as well. You can't compare yourself to your friends, to other people, and you really just have to stick to your gut and do what you know is right for you because we're all so different and we all are fueled on different things and interests and Mm -hmm. we know what makes us feel good and we got to stick to that at the end of the day. Yeah. I always find like I'll think to myself, the lighter my mind, the lighter I feel – the like healthier I am because my mind used to be so cluttered and full of obsessive thoughts like I need to do this now I didn't do that today so I need to do this or I'm having this for breakfast like there was just like my mind was just so structured my life was just so I couldn't like branch out from what I did in my everyday like I had to do the same thing every day and now it's just like my head feels so light and clear and I think that's also something you can look into and then kind of going to the like just jumping off of comparison again it's hard to not compare yourself to the people around you like Mm -hmm. I'll admit it like I live in we live in a house with like seven girls total and it's really hard to not compare yourself like they are my best friends but I still get caught in comparison trap and like being like oh like they're doing this so should I do that or like oh they didn't do that like you know and it's so hard and but sometimes like definitely not anymore but I feel like I used to become obsessed over like what at least like not my friends but what like influencers did I was like I need to be exactly like them I need to do exactly this and that's not healthy influencers I guess some of them I guess don't promote healthy habits and promote obsessive habits but they're not most of the time they aren't out there to like for you to be them they're out there to like inspire you and so I think it's also something that with like fitness influencers and influencers in general on the rise, that's something important to consider. And I think like they should be more aware that like their job is to motivate us to to go on our own path, not to follow the path that they're mm-hmm. on, but to like encourage us to find the best path for ourselves. Yeah. Um, and my last point, and then I think like that's all I have to say about this topic because we could talk forever, but the last point sort of yeah. on comparison, I think another thing that happens to me frequently 
is let's say I'm like looking back on old photographs of myself in particular and I have gained like a good amount of weight over the past three years healthy weight that I needed to like (laughs) I needed to gain to get my period back and Mm -hmm. for all of these other functions of my body um but I do like I will admit it I look back on pictures when I was you know half the size that I am now and I feel myself envying that like old body and missing that old body that I used to have and what immediately when that happens I have to tell myself how yes I might have looked that way but how did I feel at that time and at that point in time I was miserable I was starving I wasn't sleeping I had I didn't have a period like you have to remind yourself of like the actual consequences and how you felt Mm -hmm. I wasn't happy and now yeah I might be like I don't know like whatever I've gained weight who cares but I'm happy and I'm healthy and I can live my day-to-day life like a quote-unquote normal person without having my mind filled with clutter like you said and it's just at the end of the day like that's just so much more important than what your body like it is it's so important yeah I think that's my last point about I think that was a good note to end on I like that. Well, sorry. I feel like I'm so low energy today. I hope that no, it wasn't. You started, you started off the episode. You were like hand gestures. You're like, yeah, I went skating and did this. And now we're both like heads on the pillow. <laughs> yeah, I'm like so tired. I'm anyway, I hope that you guys liked the episode um, and can take away something from this. Um, and yeah, continue to let us know the kinds of episodes you want to see, guests, and yeah, you can follow us on Food for Thought Pod on Instagram. Subscribe, leave us a rating and review. And, yeah, we'll talk next and week. We'll... <laughs> <Okay>. Bye, <laughs> bye, guys.